All right, so here we go. What are we going to talk about? Because I forgot what fucking movie. The Eternals. <laughs> Yay, that Yay. actually came on Disney. I didn't want to go see it in the movies. That was poor. Yeah, we were saving our money for Spider-Man. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I made y'all, well, we had a deal. I just paid for my ticket and the food, and they paid for theirs. Yeah. So, yeah. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was good. The CGI was really bad, though. Or not really bad, just kind of... And a little bit noticeable, you know. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Especially in the little dwarf guy at the end. That was oh, that was oh, Shrek. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. Something from Shrek, even yeah. made in that era. To be honest. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but other than that, I thought the movie was good. I was a little confused at the beginning because of just how how much like we were jumping in between times. Yes, we were dropping back and forth. It reminded me a lot of The Witcher. You're not understanding exactly what is going on, but it's being thrown at you. And not realizing you're actually be thrown into the past, back into the present, back into the past again. I want to watch The Witcher, but I kind of want to play the game before I watch it. So, what was the movie about? The Eternals. Uh, basically, these guys—they're like it's—they're like a team of—they're uh, not gods. I don't know. They're just really powerful well, beings. They're from a place called Olympia. Yeah, that place. <laughs> and they have godlike names, godlike powers, etc. And it actually was it. The main thing that everyone was asking about with the movie was where were they when Thanos was there or when Loki was trying to take over the world. Yeah. And all of that. And they explained it in the movie by just saying that they're not supposed to interfere with all that stuff unless it involves the deviants. Yeah, the deviants. Yeah. So, so like weird. Throughout mankind's obliviations, including our reality realm as well as Marvel's reality, which would be. Thanos, our reality, which is uh, the world wars. The reason being is that they are never to in, put themselves in the middle of our own precipice, I guess you could say. Is that the right word? I guess. I feel a little... <laughs> well, in other words, they're not supposed to mingle in the affairs of human things. Wouldn't let us evolve correctly. Yeah, but they were supposed to interfere enough to where... It makes us evolve. Technology gets quicker. And intellectual becomes more, I guess you you call it immersed or submerged into um, what you would call a modern civilization. It's also Marvel's very first sex scene. That was uncalled for. Yeah. Not just the sex scene, but the whole relationship between Icarus and Cersei. I remember Cersei because that was a very popular book about a few years back. Yes. So I I thought we would be given the information, okay, what happened to where they fell apart? Because she's with another guy. Not throughout the movie, just at the beginning, which he was just a footnote. Again, there were things that shouldn't have been in the movie, and there should have been things that would have benefit benefited the movie, but who am I? I'm not a storyteller, but what I see is lacking is what I think everyone had a problem with. Uh, what happened? What happened in the falling out? We understood what happened. This is spoilers, of course. That was it. I just said his name. What is his name? Icarus found out through Ajax, which is played by Selma Hayek. What they actually do, what type of beings they are, what they protect, 
and what they are meant to just initially follow through on. She is the only one that has told any of the Eternals. Don't know. He was the only one that knew. And I guess it ate him alive to know this information. Because he kind of just disappeared off the map. At least that is that is what I interpreted. Yeah. All you do is pretty much interpret in this movie. And it's kind of hard. So this movie's trying to be bubblegum, but yet think on another level type of movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. So with, with that trying to mesh and intermingle with each other, it didn't really pan out as what it was supposed to be. In other words... You have the actors trying to do out the emotion, or uh, how do you say? I'm already fucking butchering it. Show you the emotions of what each Eternal is going through, as well as telling the story of their emotion. Like, we have Thena, who is malfunctioning to the fucking core, but she's, she's attacking the Eternals at the same time when she malfunctions. That doesn't make sense to me. And you're malfunctioning, yeah, of course, you're going to just, I guess, go against everybody. But if, if it's a past experience that she's interpreting, why would she attack the Eternals Yeah. while this is happening? I mean, I, I guess it's just um AI malfunction and she's just going to attack anything that's next to her, maybe. I have no idea. There was that. There was oh, also... Oh, yeah, the Eternals are men or alien-made. Yeah. I mean, watch the movie. <laughs> We've said this quite a few times. When we talk about TV shows and movies, we're really here. You've already seen it. At least that is the presumption that we're going to do. This isn't a, a movie. What is it? A review trailer. This isn't about speaking of the movie. We're not going to do step by step with the dialogue. None of that stuff. We're just going to get into the nitty gritty and talk about what exactly went on in the movie. What should have Maybe had a little bit more elaboration and shit that shouldn't have had elaboration. Like with the sex scene, there wasn't really much. I guess for Marvel, it was a big feat considering they never have those type of situations in their movies. With that being said, you just see they kind of, they're front naked. That's it. You don't see no titties. You see the back of Icarus's back. And me and Dominic got very confused. You're like, okay. He professed his liking to her or love, I guess you call. I have no fucking clue. And then um, all of a sudden they're humping, and then all of a sudden they're married. I mean, how much time has gone by? Then <laughs> I made a joke of, oh my gosh, maybe I, I guess they've been fucking on the beach for like a thousand years or on the rocks. I have no idea where they were. So their ba- their basic mission in this movie was see that the humans evolve. That's it. But they weren't given a specific. It's kind of like the Lucifer show. God gives you shit to do, but he don't tell you shit to do. (laughs) You kind of have to take it on your own interpretation. In which, that is what everyone did. And Ajax decided, and around the time of the pit, where they were breaking, where Athena was breaking, where everything was just, that it would be best for everybody just to go their separate ways, to travel, to see the world, which was a very wrong move for the Eternals in order that's what I don't understand either. Ajax knew exactly what happened. She's been doing this with a celestial being for a millennia. Every single celestial that has to be born has to destroy the planet in one way or another because it takes the source like a vampire of all the energy and technology and wisdom or whatever the fuck it is. And the more people there is, the more wisdom, technology, and, and furthermore, forwarding itself into the future. Sucks its energy, like I would assume energy, 
breaks open like a little hatchery egg, kills the planet, and is thus a celestial is born to make more universes. Uh, in other words, you're going to pick the lesser evil. There's two evils here. <laughs> You've got man who, yeah, they got good. They got goodness. They got a whole lot of fucking flaws, though. Very chip-on-the-shoulder type of people. These beings that... They would probably sell their own mama for anything just to be higher up in the world. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And you got people that don't do that, of course. But, and then you have celestials who are making more, more universes. So that way the light keeps going. As they said on well, this is that one YouTube channel you showed me. Oh, Film Theory? Film Theory, yeah. Because yeah. there's another... This is all a setup for another villain that they're going to be... Fighting against? Yeah, that big celestial at the end. No. Huh? The darkness. Oh, yeah, that too. Boy, where you wait? I don't remember what the darkness's name is. Uh -huh. Because I'm not good with names. <laughs> but we're talking about the movie Eternals. So yeah. we don't really have to know the name. Anyway. Ajax is dead. Sad. Damn. Damn. Okay. I didn't even know it was Ajax. I was like, who the fuck is Ajax? In this movie, you got to catch on the names quick or you already have to know them going in. This movie doesn't set up very well. Who is who? They set up everybody that you shoot. You you are seeing, you see everybody. You're showing everybody. But you don't get names. And then you get them as you go down the line. You don't really have a connection with these characters. I got a connection with... I don't even fucking remember his name. What was his name? The dude that died. Oh, Icarus? No. Oh, uh... Oh, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, yeah. I liked him. And my favorite comedic actor is in there. I don't fucking remember his name either. You know, if you think about it, uh, Icarus flying into the sun is is a little bit like the uh, like the Greek story. A tragic Greek story? Really? Yeah, because, you know, Icarus flew too close to the sun and it burned his wings off. Really? So, um, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. And also, uh, it's they said in the movie that the character Sprite, not the soda, uh, <laughs> may, uh, made up that story for the Greeks when they were in Athens. Ah. Yeah. That explains a lot when you mm -hmm. think about it. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I wonder when was that stated? I didn't I don't remember that part. I don't remember exactly when. I just know, I, I forgot who, but someone said that Sprite made up that story in Athens. Oh. See, I watched the movie barely even got up and there are some parts where i feel like i missed the entire section of of a moment in the movie yeah like icarus going straight into the sun after was i was like that's just awkward i get it i get it um from his character build up we see that he's struggling throughout the entirety of the movie having to be faithful to what he's built for and as well as being faithful to the one he loves. I figured Ajax, I don't know. I, she tried to do right by her, you know, her group. You always see her as a very loving person trying to get them to understand that sometimes shit happens and we just have to, we have to roll with it. That's it. And, but you can see her character break down as well. That it, this is tiring. I've done this for so long. I don't even know why I'm doing this anymore. And it's 
It doesn't make sense to me. I've walked, I've traveled with these people. Yes, some people are malicious, suicidal, drunken with rage, not even understanding why. And then you have the other aspect of human life where it's nurturing and love and respect. And I think it's worth it, especially when you see what had happened with that. And then she explains it to Icarus, the whole Thanos situation. She said, because Thanos snapped half the world, well, it delayed the um, hatching of a new celestial. And they got five extra years. But then you see all these people come together to bring the loved ones back that they should have had to begin with. And it's heartwarming. Why should we destroy these people? It just doesn't make any sense to me anymore. And that's when Icarus kind of snapped. He just, he was balancing between, you know, understanding her side and being like, well, bitch, no, that's not what we're made for. <laughs> if this is what you've told me what we're made for, we need to pull forward with what's happening. This is one of the reasons why he disappeared from Cersei. So she was still married to him, not even know where the fuck her husband is. He's just kind of like, I'm out, yeet he's gone and we don't get anything after that and we just have to puzzle piece together what the fuck happened and his brain kind of broke a little bit or I, I have no fucking clue that's the only assumption that I can come up with that having to know that this shit is starting all over again that you're not even you're, you're not even a being you're a robot <laughs> made by the celestial being to control the deviance that he placed on an earth or on a planet because the seedlings, he, one, you don't even know where the fucking seedlings are going to go. You got all these um, sperm celestials running around and then they go poof, right into a different planet. And yeah. then it's the celestial's job, I forgot his fucking name, to make sure that the apex predator is no longer the apex predator. That human or some type of higher being can have a chance at thriving and surviving and building upon that planet and you can't have a fucking wolf building upon that planet they just no it doesn't work that way so they he sends out the deviants but unfortunately with the deviants they have a terrible flaw they how do you say they progress somehow nature finds a way as you call it and they become bigger and different and then they they become the apex predator Humans can no longer evolve. This is where Eternals come in to diminish that problem. You see what I'm, it's just like, um, in, a, in a way, God playing God. <laughs> it's like, ah, fuck. Okay. Well, I need something tougher than these these beans. Let me, let, me, let me, you know, throw something together there. Hey, go fix that problem I just made on Earth because uh, the humans don't have a chance now all of a sudden. I get it. I, you know, there's always, a, what is it, a bigger plan to the whole scheme of things. There's there's gonna be, you gotta, how do you say, you gotta break a few eggs in order to make an omelet. And it's a little difficult to do that when you're so connected <laughs> to them eggs and you don't want them to break to make that fucking omelet. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so philosophical right now. Philosophical. <laughs> and movies for philosophers. <laughs> I think that's what was so confusing about it is because you had to read between, in between the lines. I mean, and you can hear me struggling try and get out the words you know what i've never been or felt so ignorant as i do now with my words they don't come out as smoothly as they used to and i have no idea what's going on i had also noticed 
that sometimes y'all do the same thing too. And then the lady, I was listening to the news one day, uh, NPR on Alexa, and she was even struggling with her words. I don't know. It might have been a stressful day for her. Who knows? But it's bizarre, <laughs> nonetheless. You don't hear people on talk radio, on news. They don't struggle. It's a little skip and a beat, and then they get over it. But this lady was like... Stop mid-word. She was, stop mid-word, or she was duking it out with her words. It's like she was just struggling. Yeah. A lot of it. <laughs> she didn't have, how do you say, her script in front of her? Or I, I don't know, but mm. I'm getting off topic. Well, What else I was think, there about Eternals? I think the main thing about Eternals and why everyone was so confused about it was that you really have to know about the comics to know who they to know what's going on with them. Yeah, because I remember after No Way. Sorry, mom. No, go ahead. But I remember uh, after No Way Home, uh, I told you I told you about the uh, about this guy that me and Ashley met there, named Sullivan, right? No. Okay, so basically, right after the movie, he asked Ashley if she was okay because you know she was crying during oh. the entire second half of the movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and he told he told us he knew he knew a lot about the MCU and he knew a lot mm-hmm. about the comics too. Yeah. And that his family was confused by the Eternals, but he knew what was going on because he read the comics. Mm. Mm. That's basically it. What well, what was confusing? Uh, Besides basically just who the cues. Basically, just who the Eternals were, and just I don't know. Well, they say in the movie what they are, yeah. what they're about. You hear it when Cersei's like, "What the fuck am I? Where am I? I want to go home." He's like, <laughs> "Honey, there's no Olympia. I'm sorry to tell you this." I'm sure it breaks your little heart, but um, this is your home. And he shows some type of just cold. What the fuck? Yeah, just get him off the bed. Cold, mechanical, modern robot building area where they 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 come home rebuilt. They they're not come home rebuilt. They they go home to be rebuilt yeah. or something like that along the lines. Every single time a celestial is born. They are able to survive because they thrive off the power of the celestial being. And because of that, when the war, when the world implodes or explodes or whatever the hell happens to it, they're able to get off off world, get their memories erased. So that way they can start a clean slate and do it all over again. There's nothing difficult about that, but you have to read between the goddamn lines. That's what's the problem. And I, I went in, I don't know anything about the Eternals. I didn't even know they existed until the movie came yeah. out. Yeah. Same thing with that one that I showed you earlier today, Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. I'm going to butcher it if I didn't say Wait, Didn't MadPat say that the Eternals is like a newer thing? What do you mean? In, like in comics? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe, he, or maybe he meant as if like it's the first thing in a while that's actually like that. that's something new that's never been in the MCU. It's a possibility. Yeah. There's... One thing that Marvel does right is introducing their characters. Yeah. They didn't do that right here in Eternals. I didn't feel anything for these characters until toward mid to toward end of the movie. And even then, it was already too late to feel anything for these people. I didn't. Cersei, she was cool. If any of them died, I would have been like, eh. <laughs> you have your comic relief, which is, I forget his name. Gilgamesh? I don't sprite. Know, I'm not Sprite. Icarus? No. 
I know Icarus. He was a dude that flew into the fucking sun. <laughs> the I, I don't remember his name. The the gay one. No, that oh, one the mind was. Control one? No, that's Druid. The techno guy, or the gay one, as you call him, how rude, is Lazarus. Oh, okay. Uh, the one that I'm talking about is uh, is is the comic relief one. Oh, the cameraman. The one oh, that's with the, the cameraman. Yes. I forgot about him. He's like, Sprite was asking, how is it that you were able to do all of these movies and not a single human question it? He's like, what? I didn't do all these movies. My, that was my great great granddaddy. It was my great 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 granddaddy. It was my great 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 My granddaddy. My daddy. And then, then there's me. <laughs> yeah. Think there's any Bollywood actors that are uh, actually got a question for that? Nah. You don't question stuff like that because you take it for face value. Anything else would just be ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that dude lived for like two thousand years and on. <laughs> please why are they here then and even if so you also have the fact that you have avengers you have beings that aren't really human anymore you have captain marvel so for them to come out a fucking talking raccoon yeah for them to come out it's not a big deal no one batted an eye (laughs) in fact lazarus kid was like oh you're superman you know oh my gosh you fly you had a cave and he's like i don't i don't do capes (laughs) It wasn't a big deal. Where we that realm lives in an age of superheroes. Thanos is a thing. Off world is a venturous where people can do now. It's it's fascinating. So but for back then, yeah. it was it was a funny joke. It was a funny joke. <laughs> you wanna talk about the post credit scenes? Yeah, let's talk about the post credit scenes. Alright, the first one which has Harry Styles in it. <laughs> And a very poorly drawn out CGI uh, goblin. What is he? I don't know what he was. I just know he was the hype man for him. Not yet. Not only that, he's like a side character in the comics. But basically, that post credit scene introduces what was Eros, otherwise known as Star Fox, or the brother of Thanos. Yeah, brother of Thanos. Which a lot of people are conspiracizing that perhaps, just perhaps, that Thanos is part of Eternals. But somehow his shit got fucked up. His makeup genetic was not just of Eternals, but also as well as Deviant, which is why his face came out the way it fucking did. I'm a, I don't get that because I remember doing a dive on Thanos. And he was born to Titans. And his he came out that way just because it was a deformity. Yeah, I don't remember anything else. But I, I, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, it was something along those lines, and he was made fun of throughout his childhood for his because skin. of these deformities, which made him more bitter yeah. about the life that he was given, not seeing the cherishable moments of his life, the positivity, but more of the negativity and the bullying and the egging on of endless the fact that he looks like a I don't know purple butt cheek. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know. And it's fine to change up things, because not everything has to be strictly by the comics. Yeah. And I like that, because I don't fucking read comics. I have to look at the lore, read about it, uh, Google it, do all of this assignment shit, YouTube it, just try to figure out what the fuck is going on with Star Wars. And with Marvel, I don't really have to do that much. I do a little bit. You know, film theory helps out a lot. 
with they do backstory and all that other good stuff on YouTube, which helps me interpret more or less what exactly is happening with these characters. Sometimes things are better read than actually acted out on screen. The actors do very well. I'm not saying that they can't do very well. I'm just saying sometimes it is better to read in detail. This is why, what is it, a Lord of the Rings book is like fucking <laughs> 72 hours long and audible, but only two hours on the screen. You're going to get a lot of shit cut out, I'm assuming. I don't have Lord of the Rings on audible. I couldn't do that. I do have the book, though. The DC comics do a lot better than the movies. Only because the DC, they don't have one streamlined agenda yeah. like Marvel does. Marvel is merging all of their characters into one mega fucking like a what did what did you say like a unimind <laughs> on the Eternals, and because of that, you're gonna have a little falter here and there because all these stories have to not only coincide with each other and exist in that one moment, you need to have all these actors who have played them trillions of years ago to come back on screen and try it all over again, and it it affects the story a little bit only as to the we have to keep that exact same character. Now, we can bring in fresh faces, which they've done with, um, what was his name? Wanda's brother? Oh, uh, um, I, don't, I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Oh, my God. Is this, I want to say Silver Bullet? Or? Oh, Quicksilver. I thought you were talking about you. the actor's name. No, 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 not. But they, they did bring in a different actor. Yeah. Yeah, because the original actor was the dude from American Horror Story. Oh, my God. What is his name? I don't know his name. Now I'm thinking of the actor. Okay, well, then we bring, we bring them into WandaVision and everyone loses their fucking minds. They're like, oh my God, is this possible that we can have the X-Men? Yes. Ralph it's, Boner. Well, Ralph Boner, yes. But it's more along the lines of that we're hinting that there, yes, there's more to come yeah. down the line. We're going to have X-Men. We're going to have Fantastic Four. We're actually going to have quite a few of blowing your minds type of merges. But will it work? is the better question. Eternals didn't work that well. And Eternals, it follows its own storyline. It's not really, it's part of the Marvel Universe, but again, it kind of isn't. It's just like, they kind of like hop and skip. Like, here's a little bit <gasps> of Marvel Universe, but the rest, you know, we're over here. It's a setup for a second movie, is what it is. That's where Harry Styles comes in. Even said the Eternals will return. Yes. Oh, yeah, the second uh, post credit scene. Mm -hmm. You want to explain that one, Ma? No, you go ahead. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Okay, just... um, honest to God, I don't remember the second one. He just, like, he's just about <laughs> to touch a, a sword oh. full of darkness. And... So the guy that Cersei is dating is a human being. Yeah. And he, so far, it's just, like I said, he is just an introduction to a post credit. That is it. That is all he really carries into the whole gosh darn movie. Oh, yeah, he also says his family has got, a really Yeah. Um, he knows most of his family, and that's how Cersei was able to get a crest ring for him for his birthday, or I don't remember what it was. And then we kind of don't see him after a while because now it's Eternals movie, and we're focusing on what is happening what should be happening and then we're fighting amongst ourselves to you know should we stop the celestial should we not okay then we come back to the end oh and then there's there's the guy again okay well you know icarus just blew himself into the sun so we gotta have cersei with somebody i guess i don't fucking know and they're walking in the park and she's like this is who i am i'm sorry i mean i can't turn you into anything because 
my power was amplified by the celestial that was being born. So I could just do basic shit again. I can't do what a so a giraffe is out of this question. And then he's like, Oh no, it's not a problem. Um Well we're gonna have to go circle around back to my family, cause my family a little fucked up. And then she's like, What are you talking about? And then that's when the celestial, I forget his fucking name, comes in, grabs the three that are off that are on Earth, because the other ones already flew out, and said, What the fuck? Is the matter what you I'm going to check and see if Earth really does deserve to be alive. No. Yeah, because he's like, I, it, it sounded like he was going to take those three apart and look through their memories. And then he was like, and then I'm going to fucking judge if what you did to my baby is worth it. Because God damn it, you done kill my baby for these people. You love these people. Fine. Okay. I got that. But you have no fucking clue what you've done. We needed that celestial. You don't know how long it takes to get a celestial. Okay, to birth, to form. Without these beings, we don't have universes. And this is all sacrificed because you wanted Earth that can more than likely <laughs> die in the next millennia by a star, by being, uh, you know, just scooted a little bit out of trajectory of its rotation, et cetera, et cetera. But okay, we're going to fucking find out if this shit is worth it. <laughs> and then it kind of ends there. And then the post credit scene where he's like, okay, I can do this. And he opens the, the, there's a box he opens and it's a sword that's wrapped in, I would say mummy wrapping. I have no fucking clue what that is, but they do explain it on, uh, <laughs> what is it? Film, Film theory. theory what that sword is about i just completely forgot about it i thought of moon knight and i was like wait a minute nope that's oscar isaac that's not this guy it looked like oscar isaac in the in the trailers you know who i'm talking about right yeah you have no, no fucking clue <laughs> poe dameron no um ex maki no you that you wouldn't know them um let's move on no i'm gonna get this dune the dad. Oh, okay. You got it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He doesn't fucking got it. He looked at me like, yeah, sure, mom. <laughs> I mean, anyway. And then you see a little silver movement, and it was trying to attach to his finger as soon as it was getting close to his finger. And then you hear someone like, motherfucking Samuel Jackson. That's how it sounded like. Sure you want to touch that? You sure you want to touch that? Yeah. I wouldn't touch it right now for you. <laughs> I don't It sounded like him. It sounded like Nick Fury, but I don't know. We've been bamboozled before in Spider-Man. Is Mephisto, yeah. It was Mephisto in the what is it, Spider Man? No way home. Yeah. Is it No Way Home? Yeah, it's No Way Home. No, the one where where he's he's um he's on a vacation with the school. Oh, far from home. Far from home. It's Mysterio. No, yeah, no. What I'm saying is that because in Spider Man No Way Home, they're like, what are you talking about? Nick Fury was uh, never on Earth. He was off world. I already explained that to you. Why was he not on? Okay, well, who was that? That was it. It was one of those things from Captain Marvel, one of those aliens they can like shape shift and stuff. Why was he helping Spider Man? I don't fucking know. He was just Nick. He was just Nick Fury for some reason. Nick Fury was already off world. So he became Puck and just started fucking with people and like, you know what? Hey, yeah, I'm Nick mm -hmm. Fury, y'all. Yeah. There's yeah, a second post credit scene this far, to Far From Home that we missed. Oh, there was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that till a couple weeks ago. Oh. Uh huh. Anyways. Why would he play Nick Fury, though? He played so well. 
Yeah, but that's that, that's all we got so far. I hope I didn't butcher anything. As usual, I'm flying out the seat of my pants with this lore stuff and taking notes. I don't know. I try to take notes, and it just sounds like gibberish when I read it. I'm like, what the fuck was I writing? Because I can't pay attention to what I'm watching. And you know what? You know what I want to do? What? Every TV show and every movie, we're just going to do a review. How do you like that? Okay. And if you don't want to do it, I'll do it by myself. We should do a, we should do a podcast on the Five Nights at Freddy's lore. <laughs> if you can get where is my Batman, my sixty Batmans? How am I supposed to look this shit up if I don't even know what fucking Batman I'm looking for? For yo, <laughs> for yo, for yo, for yo. Yeah, but I already have the Five Nights at Freddy's lore in my head. I need the Batmans. I should have had it already ready by now. It's January. Hello? I can still hear you, so like I don't, but I don't hear you talking. Why don't I have my Batman's? They would like to know the Batman's. You kind of forgot about the Batman's. This is my life's work, and you're fucking with it, boy. You're gonna be the reason why I can't get ten thousand a month from this income. I swear to God, I'm gonna be like on my deathbed, Dominic. You're the reason I had to work for the rest of my life because you didn't want to give me the Batman's. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Anyways, <laughs> it went dark, and I didn't even, I didn't even correct it. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us today. If you like, go ahead and share, subscribe, do all that good stuff, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Bye. Bye.